Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with therapist, author, and YouTube creator, Shannon Petrovich. She earned a bachelor's degree from Bowdoin College, her master's in social work from the University of Connecticut. She earned her clinical licenses in social work and substance abuse counseling and is a board-certified diplomat in clinical social work. Her new book, Out of the Fog, Into the Clear, Journaling to Help You Heal from Toxic Relationships, has attained Amazon bestseller status and self-help for abuse, codependency, and personal transformation. On her YouTube channel, Therapist Talks, she shares insights, information, perspectives, and strategies on a wide range of relationship and mental health topics. Enjoy this interview. Thank you for taking a minute out today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Thank you for reaching out to me. That was great. You bet. And before we get into your life as a therapist, an author, a YouTube creator, I want to know... How did you survive COVID? You know, the last two years has been quite tumultuous. How did you get through it, and how has that time subsequently changed the way that you live your life and conduct business now? So COVID was really interesting for me because, number one, you know, whereas a lot of people were out of work, we were flooded with work as therapists. Um, people were really stressed out and really having a hard time, and so our our um, client load increase plus everybody on our client load was in crisis. So it, it became very, very stressful on that level. But then the other thing that happened, which was the blessing, was that suddenly out of the clear blue sky, whereas Medicare and the other insurance companies have refused to pay parity when it comes to video conferencing, all of a sudden they got their act together and were able to pull it off and, and pay us parity for video conferencing. So Instead of driving 50 minutes across town and back to go to my office, I can walk across the, the house and sit down at my computer and log in. And actually, that's been amazing because over the past couple of years, it's given us the opportunity to travel, to be in the mountains during the summertime, and, um, and be able to work from wherever I am. And that's been wonderful. So I, I'm grateful for that part. And... Um, and I'm grateful that that helped me to be able to be there for people without endangering them or anybody else. You know, from my end of things, I have a son who's on the autism spectrum, and we started doing telehealth, and I love it. I, I, I can't figure out why we didn't do it before, because it was the same situation. It was getting out of school, to budget the time, to drive, to get there, and you kind of leave thinking, you know, we could have done this you know, other ways. I mean, it is good face-to-face, but I think that there's levels of therapy that are just fine communicating over video conference or phone. So so let me ask you this. I'm going to simplify what you do to a certain degree. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day, and one of the kids is going to (laughs) look up at you and say, (laughs) they're going to say, what do you do for a living? And how are you qualified? How would you answer them? Oh, goodness. Um, I talk to people about their feelings and their relationships. Um, And I went to college and graduate school in order to be qualified. And then in addition to that, I did a lot of years of supervised counseling and then have been on my own for a number of years past that. Um, A few years ago, I decided that helping people just one person at a time was a little too stingy, and I wanted to share with more people. 
so I started a YouTube channel, and that YouTube channel is called Therapist Talks. And I started by talking about all kinds of different things, uh, from anxiety and depression to relationships. And the thing that people really wanted most to hear was relationships, and especially narcissistic, abusive, and other toxic relationships. So I've been doing that for the past five years. And then a year ago, I decided I needed to pull it all together to help people actually get well. And I wrote a book um, and put that out in, in May. Talk to me a little bit about how you got into this line of work. Obviously, all of us, you know, the seeds that are planted in us in childhood are huge. What did you want to be when you were little? What did you envision your life being? I always wanted to be a veterinarian or a doctor. And that was always my focus. When I hit college, what I realized was that the science end of things was not where my passion was. It was really in understanding people and how they work uh, in terms of their psychology and their emotions and their relationship uh, um, struggles and skills. And really understanding that was, was, where, was where my passion uh, lived. And when I went to graduate school, that really confirmed that. And that was, so that was where I really pivoted. Um, and then from there, it was what, what's beautiful about being a clinical social worker therapist is I've worked with young, young kids. I've been an art therapist. I've uh, been an equine therapist. And I've worked with the elderly and just everyone in between. So it's been a a very eclectic career, and I've I've just loved every bit of it. That's wonderful. I can say, you know, from my end of things, you know, I have a son. He's 18 now, and he's had therapy his whole life. He's been um, on the autism spectrum, and he required a lot of therapies. And I've always been, uh, um, I've always been very thankful that therapy has been a part of his life and been there for him. So um, I, I'm, I'm very appreciative. And I'm always curious with therapists: how do you parlay what you need with your life, um, and then what you can give the client? So you, don't, you so you leave enough for you. How does that work for you? Not always very well. <laughs> so I've definitely hit burnout a couple of times in my life, and. Um, and usually on the heels of doing something really wonderful and amazing that I was really passionate about. Um, and each of those times that I've hit burnout, I've had to regroup and, and retool. Um, and this last time, a few years ago, or a number of years ago, it was you know, on the heels of starting a, a therapeutic boarding school for teenage boys. Um, it was a ranch. And so I got to be the equine therapist and program director and the clinical director. And uh, it was something I'd always wanted to create my entire life. And so we got to create it from the ground up. It was extremely exciting. Turned into a wonderful program and I hit (laughs) burnout hard um, about 10, 12 years in. So had to ratchet back, ratchet back, and then eventually quit for my own sanity. So, so it is. It's really essential, and it's so easy to give and give and give and then have nothing left. So I've, I've really, I think, found a pretty good balance now, although it still, it still gets ahead of me sometimes. But I, I know that I have to keep filling up the pitcher or there's no water to give to anyone else. So I need my, my downtime, my hiking time, my mountain time, my, 
my time with family and friends and and um, prayer and meditation and um, exercise and just all that self care that I teach about and and all the work that I do, um, I have to have it for myself or I'm no good to anyone. The other thing we need in our lives are people that we look up to. Who's been a role model or a hero for you? Oh, gosh, so many. Uh, my mom and dad initially, um, and they're both just incredible people. Uh, my dad was a surgeon, an orthopedic surgeon, and, and was one of the um, uh, originators or pioneers of the arthroscopic knee surgery, which is now done by everybody. Um, but that was back in the day. And I actually, you know, back in my teen years when I wanted to be a doctor, I was his scrub nurse in the uh, pathology lab or in the morgue. <laughs> so we were working on, um, he was practicing his skills on, on dead knees. Um, and so that was amazing. And um, But my dad is, was always passionate about helping people um, and he showed me that throughout his life. He he was on vacation. He and my mom were on vacation in Belize when the Guatemalan earthquake happened. And he um, derailed his vacation. He got on a plane and a bus and uh, ended up in uh, in Guatemala um, setting up a, a circus tent to a hospital and um, contacted his hospital to get supplies sent down to him. So... He's just always been a person like that that was there for people and, and showed up for people. So that was always in my heart and what I wanted to do. So if you could meet anybody alive on the planet right now, some of you admire, who would it be? Who would you love to meet and talk to? Oh, boy. I think I'd love to meet Vladimir Solinsky. He's just an incredible person, you know. He was a comedian and then started running this country. And he's so determined and so passionate and so... Um, just incredible the way he is leading his country in the midst of this crisis. I would just love to meet him. The Time Magazine person of the year, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, every day you wake up, you know, you have a very unique opportunity to help people, but you got to live your life. What is it that motivates you? What is it at the end of the day when you sit back and think about your day that, makes you feel the best and motivated to do it the next day? Yeah, I think when I was a teenager and in my early 20s, I felt like I was always having to try to figure it out and make it up and and just had no idea what I was doing. Uh, Like most people, you know, we're just trying to figure it out and especially in terms of relationships. So I think that's part of a lot of what drives me. I don't want people to feel alone that's what drives me in my in my therapist talks videos, in my um, my book, and in my in my work every day. Um, you know, when someone tells me I feel heard, I feel seen and known, and you know, they tearfully tell me that that you know is the first time they've felt that, and that that really matters. Um, you know, that, that's kind of why I show up every day and. Or if I have people chiming in on a live stream from all over the world and they say, um, you know, thank you for being there for us and, you know, you help us make sense of this nonsense that we're living in, um, I think that's that's part of what drives me too. So speaking of your 20s, as you mentioned, if you have a dream tonight, you run into the younger version of yourself 
And you could give that young version a piece of advice based on the wisdom that you've gained throughout your life and all of the roads that you've traveled down. What would you tell your young version? I would really try to help her understand who she is because I think that's one of the most tragic things that is going on in our culture today. We don't know what self-esteem really is. and uh, We have these really messed up ideas around that. So on one hand, we think that it's our bank account, our job, our uh, our livelihood, our, our um, other totally superficial things. It's, you know, for girls, it's their hair and nails and, you know, how many likes they got on Instagram. It's just awful to try to create um, a life if your sense of self is all wrapped up in superficial garbage. And... So, of course, people are anxious and depressed. And, of course, they have difficulty with relationships. So if I could really coach my younger self, it would be all around not believing the negative voice in my head about who I was at that point, but really looking at the the character qualities that really made up who I was and am, the values that are who I am. And if I could really coach her in that way and help her streamline that process, that would have been wonderful because it took me years to um, sort that out for myself. And nobody just flat told me, you are not those negative messages in your head. You are your character qualities and your values and how you treat people and how you show up for people. What's been one of the best client responses you've ever gotten, best fan letters, so to speak? Oh, there have been a lot, but, you know, I, I did have one recently where she just tearfully said, I feel so safe with you. I feel heard and known, and that is an amazing feeling because I've never felt that in 50 years. So I think that that's, that's the the best thing that I can help somebody with. And then, you know, I reflected back, I I wish that for you in all your relationships, and that really brought on a lot of tears because she doesn't have that in her relationship. So I think that that's a lot of what I try to help people with is not only to get to know themselves from their character qualities and values perspective, but to really then show up for themselves, set boundaries for themselves, and um, and feel closeness with the people around them. And if they don't have that and if they're being just abused and, and neglected by the people around them that they would find other people um, and and move forward into a healthier life. So everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends, your clients, but ultimately you're in control of your life. You live it. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Oh, boy. You know, I think I'm a in, in my positive character qualities and, and values, I'm caring and compassionate and driven and um, passionate about what I do. Um, I I love passionately and I show up for family and friends. I um, And in some of the more challenging aspects, I think I am driven <laughs> and sometimes overdriven. Um, and I sometimes, you know, have to kind of reel that back in. Um, and sometimes not until I hit that wall. So, uh, you know, I think I'm, but I, 
it's funny because when people say something like, you know, if a friend of mine says, oh, I'm so bored and in retirement or something, and I think I could run 10 bodies and be, never get bored. I have thousands of things in my mind that I want to do every day, and I can never get them all done. Um, so for me, it, the challenge is always kind of ratcheting it back and finding a way to balance things out. If anyone out there wants to know more about you and your services, anything involving your world, where's the best place on the web for them to go? My landing page is nofoggydays.com or therapisttalks.com. And there you'll find the link to my book, the uh, links to my uh, Therapist Talks YouTube channel. Also, I do some blog posts and uh, and podcasts and things like that and also a newsletter that you can sign up for. So, yeah, visit me on nofoggydays.com. Shanna, thank you for opening up. Thanks for your time. Have a great holiday and a great 2023. Thanks so much for having me. This has really been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, spirituality, therapy, and business from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. 